0: Welcome to Mentally Stronger, the show that will help you develop the mental strength you need to reach your greatest potential, no matter what life throws your way. I'm Amy Morin, psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. The fun part is we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. Now let's dive in today's episode. Do you worry a lot? Do you struggle to concentrate on what's going on right in front of you because you're worried about everything else? Do you spend a lot of time imagining worst case scenarios? If so, stick around for this episode. I'm going to teach you a strategy that can help you stop worrying so much. It's backed by science, and I've seen tons of people benefit from it in my therapy office. I'll give you an example. So a woman came into my therapy office, and her goal was to be less anxious, which is a common reason why people come to therapy in the first place. But She said she worried about stuff almost all the time. Like she worried she might get a flat tire on the way to therapy or she worried whether it was gonna rain on Saturday and ruin her plans. She worried about other people in her life and she worried about how she was perceived by them. She'd say, I can't tell you how many hours I just wasted wondering if I said the wrong thing or worrying that I might've offended someone. She struggled to enjoy the moment or to concentrate even for more than a minute. And even when something good happened in her life, she had trouble feeling happy she was convinced that something bad was just around the corner. So I encouraged her to schedule time to worry. I told her to set aside 20 minutes a day to do nothing but worry, ideally at the same time each day. And at first she said, oh, I don't need to make any time to worry. I worry all the time. But I explained to her that one of the reasons why she probably worried so much was because she was trying to avoid worrying. There were times when she'd tell herself, oh, just stop worrying. But it didn't work. She kept worrying anyway. And that's true for all of us. The more that we try to suppress a thought or an emotion, often the more those things keep cropping up for us when we don't want them to. So we were essentially doing a form of exposure therapy. I wanted her to worry and to give herself permission to only do it for a prescribed amount of time. She agreed to try it and set aside 20 minutes a day to worry. She decided that her worry time would be from 7 to 7.20 each evening. That way she'd be done with most of the things she had to do each day, but it also wouldn't be too close to her bedtime. Her instructions were that every time she caught herself worrying outside of that scheduled worry time, she would just say to herself, it's not time to worry yet. I'll do that later. Then when 7 p.m. rolled around, she'd sit down at the kitchen table and think about all the things she had to worry about. She kept a notebook and a pen handy just in case she wanted to write something down. Then after 20 minutes, she'd tell herself that her worrying time was over and she could worry again tomorrow. Then she'd move on to another task like cleaning the kitchen or doing something that would keep her a little bit busy. She agreed to the plan. And when she came back the following week for therapy, she said, this is really hard. My brain tries to worry all day long. I spend so much time and energy telling my brain it's not time to worry yet. But I encouraged her to stick to the plan one more week. Fortunately, she agreed. And when she came back the next week, she looked like the weight of the world had literally been lifted off of her shoulders. She said, I feel like I'm able to enjoy life. I can pay attention to what's going on in front of me. And I'm more productive than ever because my brain isn't bogged down with all the worries I had. I'm also sleeping a lot better. So she decided to keep it up. She trained her brain to worry for just 15 minutes a day. While I didn't tell her this, she was the first person I'd ever recommended that strategy to. I'd read the research on it, but had never seen it work in person before. Since then, though, I've used it with lots of therapy clients. And I found it works well for people who have lifelong chronic worries, but also for people who find themselves in a specific situation that causes them to worry a lot. Like one man I worked with who said he was really worried about his wife's illness or some parents I worked with who were worried constantly about their adult child's drug use. Do you want to get high quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger and use code STRONGER to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. This is the first time in my life when I haven't had a pet. Up until two years ago, I had Jackson, a 19-year-old Himalayan cat, and Fiona, a 17-year-old English Springer Spaniel. Both of them lived on the sailboat and adjusted pretty well to life on the water. I miss them, and I look forward to getting another pet when the time is right. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of the family, and you want the best for them no matter what but vet bills can really add up. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash stronger. That's ASPCA slash stronger. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash stronger. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency, Lim. The studies on scheduling time to worry are pretty encouraging. Researchers out of Pennsylvania State University first studied the idea that scheduling time to worry might actually reduce worrying. They found that people who scheduled time to worry experienced a significant reduction in anxiety compared to those who weren't given any instructions on how to manage their thoughts. Many other studies have replicated those findings and discovered that people who schedule time to worry not only experience a significant reduction in anxiety, but they also report sleeping a lot better. If you struggle with anxiety, you know how important that could be. There are several reasons why scheduling time to worry is so effective. For one, it makes us more aware of when we're worrying. Another reason is it gives you permission to worry something a lot of people with anxiety feel like they need to do. They want to make sure that they've considered the worst-case scenarios. Which brings us to number three. It keeps your worrying contained to a specific amount of time. That's important because no one ever feels like they're done worrying. If you don't set a time limit, you'll do it all day, even though worrying longer or worrying harder has zero benefits. Here are the step-by-step instructions on how to make it work for you. Number one, pick a 20-minute slot to worry and put it in your schedule every day. Number two, keep your worry time and place as consistent as possible and don't schedule it too close to bedtime. Number three, when you catch yourself worrying outside of your allotted time, remind yourself that you'll worry later. If you're worried that you might forget what you're supposed to worry about, just write it down on a piece of paper in the moment and hold on to that piece of paper until it's time to worry. Number four, when you reach your worry time, set a timer for 20 minutes. Number five, sit and think. You can also write your worries in a notebook, whichever you prefer. Number six, keep practicing. You'll find that this gets easier over time. Most of my clients who practice this say it's life-changing, within two weeks. And that's consistent with what research shows. It really takes some practice before it becomes effective. If you stick with it, though, you can change your brain. The first two weeks are going to be tough because you're going to feel bogged down by having to repeatedly tell your brain, it's not time to worry yet. But if you stick with it, it's worth it. There's an old joke about someone saying, worrying obviously works. Most of the things I worry about never happen. But for many people, there's a part of them that buys into that notion and they're afraid to give up worrying. So that's another reason why this exercise is so effective. Give yourself permission to worry. Don't try to take it away from yourself. The key though is that you have to practice this consistently and set that timer. You'll discover that you have way more time and energy to do meaningful things throughout the day when you stick with this that can help you grow stronger and feel better. Keep in mind though, that sometimes worrying is a problem in itself. At other times, it's a symptom of another problem, like an anxiety disorder or OCD. But many people, regardless of the reason why, find this exercise works for them. If you're really struggling though with anxiety and it's interfering with your daily life, seek professional help if you can. Anxiety is treatable, but it's one of the most undertreated conditions out there. If you know someone who worries a lot, share this show with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Do you want free access to my online course? It's called 10 Mental Strength Exercises That Will Help You Reach Your Greatest Potential. To get your free pass, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Then send us a screenshot. Our email address is podcast at amymorinlcsw.com. We'll reply with your all-access pass to the course. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to the Mentally Stronger podcast. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who I think knows a thing or two about worrying, Nick Valentine.